And two, I had no idea what to charge for the bowl. Mm-hmm. I told him to come back tomorrow again, and then I removed the bowl from the window. It wasn't until five o'clock that the second visitor appeared. Another archaeologist? No, no. A beautiful girl named Mona Waters. Oh. Uh, she was very sophisticated, wore an expensively tailored white uh, smart suit, no jewelry she wore whatsoever. Mm. Uh, she described the bowl I had placed in my storeroom perfectly and then asked if I had seen such a piece of pottery or if I had one for sale. I said no. Same reason? More or less. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Mr. Van Orn? Well, there isn't much more. The young lady gave me her address, the Walker Hotel on Wilshire Boulevard, uh, room 515. Walker Hotel. Uh, Asked me to call her if I came across a bowl like the one she described. Then she left. Naturally, my interest at this time was near the bursting point. Naturally. What'd you do about it? Uh, the only sensible thing I knew of. At six o'clock, I closed my place and, and went to the public library to borrow a book on hieroglyphics of the Indians of the Southwest. When I got back, I found the rear door forced and poof, the bowl was gone. And you called me? Huh? Yes. Then this Indian shows up. He claims I would rob his people of everything, and then he hit me. Makes perfect sense to him, though, though. Yes. No. Will you try to recover the bowl for me, please? Well, if you can answer one question without stumbling, yes. Huh? Why no police, Mr. Van Nord? Uh, because objects of art, Mr. Marlowe, aside from their intrinsic worth, and, and the clay bowl has none, are only valuable for resale. Create a public disturbance, such as the police... And the thief will destroy the object and another day steal again. Mm-hmm. No, please. Please, you try, Mr. Marlowe. Yeah, I'll try, all right, Mr. Van Norden. When it comes to our two-fisted brave who's so crazy about the preservation of Indian culture, I'll try real hard. Good night, sir. Van Norden's enthusiasm and the hundred bucks he pressed into my hand before I left were encouraging. And I drove straight to the Walker Hotel on Wilshire Boulevard, where a moment after I entered the plush lobby, encouragement came once more. Because gliding from a travel agency booth toward a cocktail lounge was what my client had described as beautiful girl, expensively tailored, smart white suit, no jewelry whatsoever. But when we were both inside and at adjoining stools at the bar, where the soft lights accented her high cheekbones and jet black hair, I knew that Mr. Van Nord had skipped something important. Because in spite of a full mouth, neatly rouged, eyebrows, pencil, come hither in a coiffure shingled vintage 1949, Mono Waters could also be full-blooded American Indian, which is what I was working on when she turned, blew a smoke signal in my face, and spoke with an accent that was about as Apache as Vassar. Don't let me make you lose your place, but uh, do you mind telling me why you're staring? I collect the reasons for a hobby. You know, like some people save stairs. Uh-huh. And others pottery. Pot... Who are you? A ceramics fiend named Smith. Now, Mona, let's talk about you, huh? Why? Because I've already been offered $10,000 for the bowl. Good enough? You have the bowl where? Well, not in my pocket, honey. It's too bulky. I've got it tucked safely away outside in my car. Oh? Yeah, you know, you didn't hide it very well after you stole it from Van Nord. You've been in my room. Could be. Now, do we talk business, yes or no? Yes. What do you want to know? Well, for one thing, what's the bowl to you? Everything. It's mine. All mine. Via primogeniture. Which is Apache for what? Listen, Mr. Smith. I'm an Indian, all right. And an Apache at that. But I was born in a duplex, not a teepee. 
I drink martinis, not fire water, and I've got a Mills College diploma and an IQ that'll probably make yours look sick, so let's clear the air in a hurry. Yeah, well, that's clear enough. Yeah. Now, smart boy, my late Uncle George Waters, also known as Chief Laughing Waters, giggle if you want to, own the bowl you want $10,000 for. So? So a long time ago, he willed it to my father. However, my father died a year ago, leaving only me as heir apparent. Since that bowl is mine, all mine, via primogeniture, which brings us right back to where we were. Except you haven't mentioned why the bowl means so much to you. And I won't. No, will you pay the 10,000 bucks, huh? I didn't say that. And I won't say anything more until I see that bowl. Now, I've got to make a couple of calls. Should take about 20 minutes. After that, I'll be in my room. Please call before you come up. And if you don't have the bowl, don't, don't come, come up. up. Okay, baby, fair enough. So long. It had been the kind of conversation piece where in each party's quite sure that the other's a liar, but not quite sure why.